The Beer EDU Podcast, Episode 4, Q Events Recap and Fall Q. Welcome to the Beer EDU Podcast, the podcast for educators that love to learn and share ideas with fellow educators over beers, with your hosts, Kyle Anderson and Ben Dixon. We're back. We are back. It's been a while, Ben, it huh? Has, it has. So, first of all, I'm going to address my my lack of a voice. So, I've been sick, and we'll see we'll see how long I make this one. Well, <laughs> nothing that a good cold beer can't can't take go. care of. So, all right. So, <laughs> for those of you that have heard us before, welcome back. For those of you first time, my name is Kyle Anderson. You can find me on the Twitter sphere at Anderson Ed Tech, and then my blog at www.andersonedtech.net. And I'm the other half of the podcast, Beer EDU Podcast. Uh, ben Dixon, you can follow me on Twitter, BDixonNV, and you can check out my blog at bdixonnv.wordpress.com, and that's pretty much it. So, Kyle, we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. We, we got a lot to talk about tonight, but um, we can't talk about anything unless we have a beer. So, That's Ben, true. what do you got tonight? All right, so tonight I am drinking a Ninkasi Total Domination IPA. Um, this guy's out of uh, Eugene, Oregon. Um, amazing brewery. Uh, so this one is, it's a great IPA. It's a, it's a 6.7 ABV, and uh, it's about 81 IBUs. So, um, Hot bomb. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely hoppy, but pretty smooth. So, uh, I it, it's if I see it, um, it's definitely one I buy. Uh, they, you know, my local stores always sells them in bombers. So, you know, you can't go wrong with you get two out of that. You get two out of it, and yep. I've had that one before several times. Haven't had one in a while. So, when one. you're not looking, but then yeah. again, you're sick. So maybe yeah, I'm you not. Don't drink maybe I'm not that's taking why, taking a swig tonight. So yes. <laughs> So, all right, what do you got? I went complete opposite of the IPA today. Yes. I stopped at the um, at the gas station on the way home trying to find something, and I wanted something local. Right. And the gas station didn't have a lot of local except for Battleborn beer. Yes. From the depot here, yeah. right in Reno, and this is a pale lager, not necessarily mm-hmm. my style usually. Uh, it's only a four percent ABV, so this is a nice is, little. Yeah, this is an all-day drinker if it you is. really wanted to. So I like to think if you got a lawn, you got to mow the lawn. Yep. This is a great lawn mowing beer. Yeah. Um, there's no IBU listed. It's not hoppy at all. It's a. It, but considering how pale it is, it is very flavorful. It's it's really nice. It's crisp. It's clean. It's refreshing. Very easy drinking. I'm really enjoying this one. And for those of you that are following us right now, we're on Periscope right now live. I mean, you can look like. These are our beers. So definitely, <laughs> Kyle is definitely drinking a, uh, a lighter. A lighter definitely fare. a lighter fare. And what many people think of as American beer as being the, the yellow yes. fizzy. Yeah. However, this one has a lot more flavor than a lot of those fizzy yellow beers that we don't speak of much the, on here. The guys, at, the guys at the Depot do an amazing job uh, with their beers. I mean, any, any good local, a lot of our great breweries are local breweries they just do they do an amazing job that's one of them i think we're gonna have to do a live feed from uh the depot one night because uh i haven't had food there yet heard they got great food but they also distill several different spirits there and i have had their white lightning whiskey 
and so, it was very good. So, so, so our, our our friend our friend Randall Simpson, he's on uh, Periscope, and he just asked us asked us what's what's the uh, what's uh, if that's lawn mowing beer, what is uh, snow shoveling beer? Um, that one I'm going with a darker one, one that uh, maybe even barrel aged oh, a little go. bit because yeah. uh, warm you up a little bit. So, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with that. So. And I'm seeing, I'm seeing the, uh, <laughs> the message on there now too. So, no. um, so yes, God, there's so. no snow up here yet, so we're good. No, it's but um, however, the the crest yes. over there going towards Tahoe, I did yes. see there's a little snow there's there, snow. and then I think they're getting up there a little bit right now. So, Ooh. but um, so. Right. As much as I would love to banter for a while, we got some uh, really great yes. stuff to talk about here tonight. So let's take a quick break yep. and then we'll get right into it. Stick around. Okay, so we're back, and you know what? Let's, uh, Kyle. You have been traveling a little bit, to say the least. Um, I've been out of town every weekend for the last three weeks, and I'll be out of town again. Only one of those was for pleasure. <laughs> so, so why don't you share with us? Because you've been going to a lot of Q stuff, and I, for for people out there who don't know what Q is, don't know what their events are, this is a great opportunity to learn about. They're amazing stuff. So Q, if you're uninformed, is an educational technology organization. Used to stand for computer using educators. Yeah. Um, we're beyond just computers now, so it's it's way beyond that. It's based out of California. There are several regional affiliates throughout California, and then the state of Nevada has a single affiliate, and that's the organization that I've been working with for several years now. And you worked with us yep, for a short that's time too. How we met. It's, it is how we met. So. Um, so I went to a couple of weeks ago, I went down to Roseville, California here from Reno and attended the CapQ Tech Fest. This is their big annual event they do every year. I had always heard great things about the event. It, a lot of people showed up, a lot of great pre mm -hmm. presentations, a lot of great presenters, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I was asked by a friend of mine from CapQ, Ryan O'Donnell, if I would present. So I submitted a presentation and had it accepted. I presented a session on Pear Deck. Okay. Uh, right. had, about, had about 15 people in my session, very enthusiastic and uh, pretty stoked about cool. getting ready to use Pear Deck. Um, but while I was there, I also got to go to sessions. Okay. I, I wasn't there just to present. So I went to three different sessions that were really, really great. The first one was something that I had heard of through my district in Carson City right at the beginning of the year, and it was called the uh, the QFT, or the Question Formulation Technique. Okay. And essentially what it is, I went, and I went to this session to enrich what I already had heard about through my district, and essentially what it is is that you present students with an image, a painting, a document even, and then there's this protocol they go through and they learn how to ask better questions. Oh, cool. And then learn the difference between open-ended questions and closed-ended questions. And in the long run, they become better question askers, if that's the proper right. way to put it. Yeah. Um, but you also get a deeper understanding of what's being presented and just and deeper learning cool. in the long run with it. So I went to that session, and it was hands-on. We were put into groups where we were given... It was a website with uh, like a three, like a virtual reality kind of uh, of the Mars rover. Oh, okay. And we just had to fire out questions oh, on wow. it. And he taught us the whole process. And then I actually turned around and used it in my class two days later. Oh, cool. And it worked out great. It was wow. it was really, really good. So um, plan I definitely plan on using right. that more right on. with my kids. Um, so what else? Another session I really enjoyed, I went to this one on Chromebook accessibility features. And 
I knew about things like making the mouse cursor bigger, okay. putting that little red halo around right. the cursor, um, the Texas speech function, but right. I can't even begin to tell you about all the stuff that a Chromebook can do that would be helpful to not just students with special needs, but okay. just students in general, yeah. to where uh, the Texas speech function alone to me, it would be a game changer because students that may struggle with reading mm -hmm. or they just want to improve their reading, they can use that in order to read websites or right. read the instructions on their assignments, whatever it may be. Um, some of the other ones, sticky keys. Okay. Um, this is a function where we use uh, keyboard shortcuts all the time, like right. Control-C right. to copy, Control-F right. um, to search, Control-V to paste, right. all that good stuff. So... Um, Sticky keys, when you turn that on, some people can't hold down two keys at one time. Right, right. So by turning on sticky keys, you press control, that turns it on. Now I can hit C to copy, oh, okay. and then I can hit V right after right. that to paste Ooh. it. Great feature. That, that's like a game changer for kids when we ask kids to, to do these things. Absolutely. You know, for them, to, to just navigate a keyboard can be hard enough but i mean that's cool right it, i mean and it was just it was little things like that where i actually went up to the presenter afterwards and said as a special education teacher you basically just changed my life wow so i took that one i emailed that one to my principal cool. and then the director of educational technology in our district and uh said this is because my school is one-to-one -one chromebook right, right we need this so that's that one was pushed out to my entire cool. school cool after when, that and, one and my school does have chromebooks we have we use them in fifth and sixth so i think that's that would be that would definitely be something I'd love to see. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I, I get you the cool. uh, the notes on that. So right um, on. I would love to put that in the show notes, but I do want to ask permission yeah, from the presenter sure. um, cool. if I can do that too. And all the more reason for somebody to, if they know a Q event coming, they should check them out. Absolutely. So, um, and then there was a Google Slides presentation I went to where okay. it was a lot of stuff that I already knew. Right. Um, but at the same time, even if you get one thing out of a session, it's something that's really right. nice. Um, the thing that she talked a little bit about how Google Slides isn't just a presentation tool. It's, it can be a lot more than that. Like um, She was talking about how she knows of schools that build their entire yearbook in Google Slides. Wow. Where they put together the pictures, the text boxes, the whole design of their yearbook, and then they ship it out to the yearbook company, and they print wow. it from Google Slides. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I, 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 I didn't see the actual example of this. Huh. But she talked about how you can do it in the session. She also talked about how making slides presentations to have the kids edit, right. but you may not necessarily want them to be able to move the stuff around on it, right. how to build them into templates to where like images are in the background where the kids can't move them, or oh. even text boxes, oh. things of that nature. So cool. um, the kids can't move them around. So um, again, it was a lot of stuff I knew and I mm -hmm. used quite a bit, but just that whole thing with the yearbook is just what blew me yeah. away. I, I not, I'm not a yearbook advisor, but I do want to know how they did that. Yeah, that, wow. I'd never even thought of that. Cool. So. Right on. We also had, a couple weeks ago, we had the Q Nevada Silver yes. State Technology okay. Conference. So this one was definitely work for me. It was not, <laughs> definitely not a pleasure trip. I mean, it was, it was a pleasure trip in the fact that I got to see people that, you right. know, I don't get to see anymore because right. I don't live down there, yeah. both professionally and then friends as well. Right. I was able to go hang out with some friends afterward. Um, so, but it was a lot of work, um, just checking people in and 
getting everything set up for right. the conference and making sure everything's running smoothly when the food arrived, making sure that's set up and uh, you know making sure all the technology works. So it was two days of a lot of work, okay. but it was a lot of fun though too. Cool. We had we had over 250 people registered. Uh, we had over on. 20 vendors that showed up. Um, we had three keynote speeches. One of your colleagues, Tara Graves, yep. Yep. was our From opening Perry, keynote. Yeah. Um, we had a... Um, I'm drawing a blank on her name right now. Jamie. Jamie's your first name, but she started a clothing company that basically kids artwork. You okay. upload it, right. and then you can turn it into dresses and t-shirts and stuff. Whoa. It was pretty oh, neat. that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat. And then the Intelligent Hoodlums, Mike Lang yes. and uh, Stephanie Weber, they closed it out oh, in the second cool. day. So, And they're actually going to be at Fall Q this weekend, cool. too. So um, if you're going to Fall Q, definitely go check out the Intelligent Hoodlums session this weekend. Um, but one of the highlights of the whole weekend was uh, Randall Sampson was there, <laughs> and um, he came all the way yep. from Ohio, and he brought his championship belt. Yes, so, the belt. The belt. So Randall, in his district, rather than having like a student of the week like certificate right. award or whatever, where here's a ticket for a cheeseburger or whatever, he made it more meaningful by having this WWE-style belt made. <laughs> Where the kids get their picture taken with it, it gets blasted on their school website, social media, so on and so forth, and the kid gets to be the champion. And he does it with the staff, too. And everybody eats it up. So he had one special made for Q, and the test run was at Q Nevada here a couple weeks ago, and he comes up to me on the morning of day one, he says, your job, take this belt, find random people, tell them that they're a champion, and take a picture of them. Yep. So I spent two days there doing were, that. There were quite a few pictures on Twitter. I there were. See, I mean, I wasn't able to make it, but I definitely saw the pictures. Yeah, if you go back and check out hashtag QNV18, you can definitely see a lot of these. And then we, not only was it fun, you know, telling people that they're champions for showing up on a weekend right. to professional development, to professional development, excuse me, but it was a lot of fun just to have fun with it, period. Right. So uh, David Platt from SGBQ down by L.A., he and I uh, did a thing where it looked. We took one picture where it looked like I was putting him through a table. Oh yes. And then there was another one right after where he's standing on a chair putting an elbow on me. Um, another gentleman um, that I met for the first time this weekend, um, Andrew Arivalo. He yes. he kind of started a Twitter war with me, quote unquote, <laughs> asking when, when the tag team championship yep. was going to go down and whatnot. And uh, we ended up green screening the two of us facing off like the beginning of a heavyweight title yeah. bout and then randall put the mgm yeah. behind it with us <laughs> we had the belt between us and we were facing off nose to nose and it, I, I don't know how they do that he and i could not keep a straight face doing that <laughs> it was so much fun um and then what made it even funnier was the fact that i'm about eight inches taller yeah, than him that's true. <laughs> so, there is a bit of a size yeah difference. so i'm about eight inches taller and probably 150 pounds heavier <laughs> than andrew and yeah it was just it was a fun time the, so the belt idea is awesome in fact in fact I'm totally stealing it um we're already we're already going to try to find one for my school because i think that's a brilliant idea my kids the kids in my school eat that up and i think it's a great it, it, you're the champ you're the, the champ i mean you know and what I told Randall the first time I saw it, we need more awards in the form of championship belts in our right. lives, and I think our our world right. would be better off for that. So one belt at a time, let's do yes, it. There we go. So belt was amazing. Um, we do. I did put a link in the show notes with yes. a photo album of 
a lot of the pictures of a lot of them are pictures of the the presenters in, right. in action, but there's a lot of pictures of the belt in this album. So that um, that link is in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. So, and then lastly, this weekend, this will be my last weekend of travel for a few weeks right. at least. I hope so. Not that I don't enjoy going. In fact, my latest blog post talked about yes. go, going to trainings, and I titled it The Why of the Busy Season. Why do right. I do this? So um, definitely check that out. It's on um, AndersonEdTech.net. Um, but this weekend in American Canyon, which basically the the entry to, to Napa right? Um, at American Canyon High School is Fall Q. So uh, typically like 1,200 people. That's a big so one. It's a, it's a pretty decent-sized one. It's not as big as Q. It's Palm Springs right. at 7,500 or – isti at twenty thousand, yes, but yeah. um this is a big one um a lot of a lot of great presenters i'm looking forward to seeing a lot of great presentations i've got a um i've got a schedule built up already i'm looking forward to ryan o'donnell and brian briggs are doing a build with chromebook session oh, okay. that i want to i want to check out that's like a three-hour one so i'm gonna make sure you get there early so right i have on. a seat for that one um just lots a lot of different things i mean the thing that's nice, you have a choice of lots and lots of sessions, but at the same time, they do fill up, so you definitely got to backups. Right, right. So I, that's the only one I'm really set on right now. Otherwise, um, I've got a schedule built, but we're just going to have to see when I okay. get there. So, And I am the last session on Sunday presenting yeah, on Pear Deck you're again. you're presenting, right. Okay, so cool. I'm able to do All that right, this I'm time, excited so. to hear about that one. Yeah, so, and if... Um, I know it's uh, kind of late in the game, but um, if you don't have anything going on this weekend, there are tickets still available yep. for Fall Q. It's in Napa, so Napa and in the then, fall is kind of dope. It's kind of dope, and then, but um, I do have to mention that my favorite session coming up, though. I know I'm going to be there. You've never no no conference has ever seen a session like this. Adam Juarez and Cat Goyette are getting married at Fall Q. Whoa! John Carippo is an ordained minister. He is going really? to. He's going to officiate it, and the last session on Saturday is the Atticat wedding. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. that I I have been deemed cool. quote unquote security for it. So well. there's another gentleman that's uh, very broad shoulders <laughs> and bald like me named Kyle Brumbaugh. So two Kyles were we security go. for for this uh, event here on Saturday, and wow. then there'll be an after party cool. in uh, Napa afterwards. So right on. definitely looking forward to it. So um, I'll be sharing out. On our cool. next episode, a little yep. bit about Fall Q. Then, and I'm so. sure there'll be a Twitter hashtag and everything. We'll we'll promote that too. So yes, follow Fall Q hashtag Fall Q and right then on. hashtag We Are Q. Cool. This weekend, and you will, um, you can sit at home with football on in front of you yeah. or hockey and learn at the same time. I found those hashtags. So right on. All right. So uh, what do you say we learn a little bit about beer? That's right. It's time for some education. All right. We'll be right back. Okay, so it's now time to learn about beer. Kyle? All right, so many people sometimes wonder, what makes a beer dark? Now, there's a lot of different dark beers out there. Some of your common ones are your porters and stouts. That's a conversation for another day. Oh, yeah. The the whole argument between porter and stout. Then there's dark lagers. I really enjoy the dark lagers, especially the smoked dark lagers. Those yeah, are really good. Those are good. Those Dunkelweissen's, are good. basically a dark hef, you know, tastes like yeah. toasted banana bread. And then there's a lot of different dark beers out there, though. Um, and then you can start getting into barrel aging yes. and different things as well. So, so what makes that beer dark, though? It comes from the malt. So when malt or barley is used to make beer, um, they toast it off to activate right. 
the sugars in it to where eventually once the yeast is added right. then the yeast can then turn it into alcohol so with the malts they're roasted for a longer period so instead of just lightly toasting them like you see in like your light lagers and your other lighter beers they roast them for a little bit longer and it turns the malt darker so that's where the dark color is coming okay. from okay that makes sense so what this ends up doing is that sometimes um, if you get like a medium roasted malt, you'll get right. a, a brown beer that you can kind of see through a translucent, translucent type um, look to it. But then you got others that are black and they're, they're opaque and then they're really thick too. Right, so right. like almost like 10 weight motor oil um, at that point. So, And what also happens is not only do you get the dark color in the beer from that longer roasting period of the malt, but what you also get is you get a lot of different flavors that come from that right. too. So flavors that I know you enjoy too. Oh, like, yeah. Um, like your browns tend to get like some caramely bread, mm -hmm. even a biscuit flavor to them. Your porters, your stouts, and some of your other darker dark beers get like a molasses flavor. Or um, I enjoy the chocolate yeah. and the coffee ones. Oh yeah, a the lot. coffee ones are always good. Yep, and then they'll even take that to another level by adding chocolate or coffee to the yes. mash in the uh, brewing process as well to make that flavor stand out even further. So hopefully now you have a better idea of how you get a dark beer and. I know a lot of people aren't into the dark beers. I highly but suggest you start trying them. It, it definitely is as as temperatures cool down. I think more people. I know I do. I pre, I will prefer a dark beer, but it, it just kind of depends. It's definitely not dark beers to me are not a beer that you drink. You're not going to drink like four of them. No, you're not going to drink four no, of them. And then when it's 110 degrees, oh, no. um, I'm not going for a barrel aged stout either. So no colder weather and yep. darker beers yep. they go hand in yep, hand with one another sure. in my opinion. So. Right on. All, All right. right. Well, there you go. There you go. Hopefully you learned something. So stick around. We'll be right back. All right. So usually we do this right after we talk about it, but we right. slipped up a little bit because we were so excited to talk about dark beer. But um, we did want to give a little bit of a shout out to anybody that was at either the CapQ Tech Fest or the Q Nevada Silver State Technology Conference, or if you're going to be at Fall Q this weekend. So if you were there, you're awesome. You're right the champion. On. Yep. You're the yep. champion. You get to wear the belt, the proverbial belt. Um, what I also would like to do is if you were there, Ben and I would love for you to either email us at beeredupodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Tweet us using beeredupod or hit us up on Facebook. Yep. And share your thoughts on the event, share something you learned, or just say hello so and i also want to give a shout out we we went periscope live tonight yes we did and we've had several people jump on randall sampson was one yep ashley o'connor one of our first supporters yes. she jumped on for a little bit so we've had a lot of different people jump on the periscope live tonight on twitter and uh and join in on Check the recording a little bit right so on. um so thanks a lot for that and um I do. I want to say that I'm really looking forward to hanging out with all the Fall Q party people this weekend too. So, really looking forward to that. And then we'll be giving you some shout outs on the next episode after I come back and share out with yeah, Ben on that for sure. And then you know, um, check out uh, Teach uh, NV Chat, um, the Twitter chat I run with uh, Sarah Holm. Um, that's always on Sunday nights, seven o'clock. Um, you know, join us. We always uh, this week we're going to be talking about. Uh, SEL stuff, and so that's kind of what we're doing. Social emotional learning for those of you yes. that were unsure. Uh, Nevada Ed Chat on Monday evenings at seven o'clock. 
half hour Sanel Vodka down in Las yep. Vegas. He uh, hosts that one. Um, I am ashamed to admit, I've been slacking on both chats lately. Um, you were kind of busy. I've been busy. So, we'll cut you some slack. Um, so excuses it or explains it doesn't excuse it. So, but um, I'll definitely be getting back into the game. Yeah. So can't guarantee this Sunday night because I think I I'm going to still busy. be driving back. You're busy from Napa at that uh, point. So, yeah. but um, our next episode. We're hoping does not take nearly as long to record as this one. It's been, been a couple weeks, but um, we have the potential for a Ooh, yes. pretty strong first guest. We're not yes. going to tell you just yet who, because nope. we have to make sure that this is happening. Yes. But um, we have the inside on a very, very special guest in the world of social-emotional learning yes. for our topic on our next episode. And, tw- yeah, and 21st century learning, so stay... It's gonna... It's it's quite... We're super excited about this. We don't want to... We don't want to... We can't jinx it, so we yeah, can't talk about it. We're definitely setting the bar high for guests, though, so... <laughs> That's true. If, if it ends up happening, so... Um, so definitely check that out here very soon, so... What do you think, Ben? Uh, I think I'm about to lose my voice. I think I'm about ready to freeze sitting out on the <laughs> porch here because the temperature is falling in quickly, but the view of downtown Reno is spectacular it's tonight. Epic. So it's epic. now the smoke from all the fires is yep. finally cleared. So, well, that being said, then um, looking forward to hearing from anybody that's out there. Email, Twitter, Facebook, and until next time, may the malts and the hops be with you. Right on.